More smoking content than a Jamaican spliff. You're listening to Blunt Talk on Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome Renegade Talk, Renegade Nation. My name is Richie Kepler, all by myself today. Marla's uh, out and about. Uh, Bill's at some university doing some kind of a speech or something. I don't even know. But I'm here to... Uh, Open up some discussion about uh, the whistleblower behind the NSA surveillance revelations. Uh, Watching along the watchtower. Well, somebody finally came to the front of the line and explained what the hell's really going on. Edward Snowden is the whistleblower behind the NSA surveillance uh, revelations that we've been hearing about all week. And I figured one of these days, well, I thought one of these days somebody would come by, but uh, thankfully he's not dead yet. Anyway, the 29-year-old source behind the biggest intelligence leak in the the NSA's uh, history explains his motives, Renegade Nation, his uncertain future, and why he never intended on hiding in the shadows. A true American. Renegade Nation. This individual responsible for one of the most significant leaks in U.S. political history is Edward Snowden. He's 29 years old. He's a former technical assistant um, for the uh, CIA and current employee of the uh, defense contractor, uh, Booz Allen Hamilton. And he's been working at the National Security Agency for the last four years as an employee of various outside contractors, including Booz Allen and Dell. Now, The Guardian, this is where this is coming to. Thank you very much uh, to The Guardian. After several days of interviews, is finally revealing his identity at his request. From the moment he decided to disclose numerous top-secret documents, Renegade Nation, to the public, he was determined not to opt for the protection of anonymity. I have no intention of hiding who I am because I know I have done nothing wrong, he said. Snowden will go down in history, Renegade Nation, is one of the most America's most consequential whistleblowers, alongside Daniel Ellsberg and Bradley Manning. He's also responsible for handing over the material from one of the world's most secretive organizations called the NSA. Despite his determination to be publicly unveiled, he repeatedly insists that he wants to avoid the media spotlight. Well, Ed, I don't think that's going to happen. You're going to get a lot of media scrutiny. But uh, I don't want to I don't want any public attention because I don't want the story to be about me. I want it to be about what the U.S. government is doing, which we've been telling you for a long time, Renegade Nation. They have been up to no good. This gentleman, a fine American, finally, finally has come to tell the truth. He does not fear the consequences of going public, he said, only that doing so will distract attention from the issues raised by his disclosures. I know the media likes to personalize public debates, and I know the government will demonize me. Despite these fears, he remained hopeful the outing will not... uh, 
divert attention from the substance of the disclosures. I really want the focus to be on those documents and the debate, which I hope this will trigger among citizens around the globe about what kind of world we want to live in. He added my sole motive. My sole motive is to inform the public as to that which is done in their name and that which is done against them. He has had a very comfortable lifestyle running a nation that included a salary of roughly around $200,000. He had a girlfriend who he uh, shared a home with here in Hawaii and a stable career and a family that he loves. And he's willing to sacrifice all of that because I can in good conscience allow the U.S. government to destroy privacy. Let me repeat that. I am willing. I am willing to sacrifice all of that because I can't in good conscience allow the U.S. government to destroy privacy. And that's exactly what they're doing. And they've been doing at Renegade Nation. This has been going on for a long time. We have told you over and over and over again about this, going way back to 2009, also all the way back to 2004. We've been explaining this. Internet freedom, being cut off from Facebook, being cut off from these internet giants that control everything and control free speech, Renegade Nation. The basic liberties for people around the world with massive surveillance machines that they're secretly building Of course they are. I'm one of the ones that get kicked off of Facebook. You have been kicked off of Facebook. I've known people that are in Facebook jail. I've known people that have written to the White House and blogged about marijuana and about all kinds of things and got kicked off. Three weeks ago, Snowden made final preparations that resulted in in last week's uh, series of blockbuster news stories. All the NSA office in Hawaii where he was working, he copied the last set of documents he intended to disclose. He then advised the NSA supervisor that he needed to be away from work for a couple of weeks in order to receive treatment for epilepsy, a condition he learned he suffers after a series of seizures last year. So he packed up his bags and he flew to Hong Kong. That's where he's at, where he remained ever since. He chose that city because they have a spirited commitment to free speech and the right of political dissent. And because he believed that is one of the few places in the world that both could and would resist the dictates of the U.S. government. In three weeks since he arrived, he has been in a hotel hiding out. Renegade Nation. It's about time finally somebody has stepped forward to explain to the people of the United States and the world that this is going on. It's been going on for a long time. It's just a matter of brainwashing and dumbing down America. Whether you agree or not with this man, exposing the NSA secrets, one thing you can't argue is the American deserve, the Americans deserve to know about all of the data being collected on that. And the Renegade Nation... This has been going on for a long time. The IRS, the NSA, and whoever else out there, home security, I mean, uh, homeland security, we have now been deemed criminals by them after 9-11. I've been saying it for years and years, and so have a lot of other talk show hosts. What this man has done is very courageous, and the American people should be grateful to him for letting us know exactly what's going on. This is not a conspiracy theory. A lot of people out there talking all kind of shit. You know it's been going on. And it's been going on and going on and going on. But you have to understand Obama's a constitutional lawyer by trade. This is a point that was people were trying to make in an original comment is that the spying has been made legal 
through the when Bush authorized the illegal wiretapping, but Obama is more crafty than that. Now, Renegade Nation, the Patriot Act. This is where it goes back to the Patriot Act. Circumvents the Constitution. The U.S. public no longer has the protection of the Constitution because it, it is a de facto made null and void by the Patriot Act. And guess who are all willing willingly extended the life of the Patriot Act. Meet the new boss, same as the old boss. And how many of these congressmen and women who are concerned about privacy voted in favor of the Patriot Act? Let me explain to you something, Renegade Nation. They didn't even read the goddamn document. That's the issue. It's like Monsanto. There's a lot of things, a lot of bills that go through that nobody reads. And then all of a sudden, everybody gets upset. Everybody's screaming and yelling. Because they didn't read it. The people, naive, no matter their station in life, never ceases to blow me away, Renegade Nation. If you grant people absolute power, they're going to use it. And if you grant the government the legal power to spy on you, they're going to spy on you. And that's what they've been doing. They're listening to your phone calls. And now they're trying to say, oh, it's only for foreign if you make a phone call out of the United States. Well, I'm going to explain one thing to you, Renegade Nation, and I want you to listen to me. The voice of authority. You know what? When the Boston bombing happened, do you remember that back in April, April 15th, when the Boston Marathon bombing happened? Well, Marla came up with a really, really great idea about the Boston Marathon bombing. How come they didn't know about that? How come they didn't know that this uh, idiot, moron, fucking asshole was making phone calls and emails to Russia and to his friends in the Islamic world? How come they didn't catch that? Why are they worried about Johnny Average? Why are they worried about Johnny Sixpack? Why are they worried about all these people, including me and including you? Think about it. The Boston bombing marathon never should have happened in the first place if they're spying on everybody. Think about it. How come they didn't catch those two assholes before they hurt and maimed and killed a lot of people? But you sit there and think. Think! If everyone knew what information was collected, the enemy would be able to circumvent the NSA. Not a good thing. All of this is fundamentally the reason why stuff like this is kept secret, not because people in the intelligence services want to know or want to know your uh, Internet phone activities. Do they? I think they do. All you got to do is go on Facebook, take a look at what they're saying. Now, MSNBC, those buffoon heads over there are accusing this gentleman of being a paranoid Racist. All the name calling. Stop the name calling. We're all here together on the spaceship called Earth. We're going to take a break, Renegade Nation. You're listening to Renegade Talk in Maui, where we don't sugarcoat shit. My name is Richie Kepler. Marla is out, along with Bill, and it's just me and you. We'll be right back. Hello? 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 Yes. Hello? 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 Yes. Hello? 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 Yes, I'm calling about the ad in the advertiser. Yes. In the advertiser, yes. Yes. Uh, what would you, what, what are you calling on? I'm calling about the ad that you had in the advertiser. Uh, what was the ad I had? You had the ad for the sofa bed. Oh, yeah, okay, well, I had to, uh, it's sold. Yes, okay. Uh-huh. Yes, how much is it? It was sixty dollars, and I sold it. Yes. Uh huh. Okay. When should I come to pick it up? Uh, it's already sold. Yes, I know, but I'm the one who was going to buy it. Uh, no, you can't buy it because I've already. 
I've sold it to somebody else. No, I want to buy the sofa bed for $60. That's the good price. Uh, it has been sold. Somebody has already bought it. Okay. Well, uh, I want to buy it. You can't buy it when I've already sold it. Why not? It's sold. Okay, well, I'll take it. It's sold. I can't sell it to you because it's sold. Why not? It's sold. It's already sold. I don't care if it's already sold. I want this sofa bed for $60. You put the ad in the advertiser. And I've already, somebody else has bought it. No, I... How no. can you buy, how can I sell it to two people? <laughs> I can't sell it to two people. That's not fair for you to do, because you put the ad in there. And I've sold it. I, it's just not, I didn't put that ad in there just for you. I put it in there for anybody that wanted and the first person to come by, I sold it to her. Yes, and I'm the person who wants it. I swear, you too late. No, no, don't tell me that, because you put the ad in there. I read the ad, and I called, and I want to buy it. I, 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 what I told you is, you can't, I can't sell. I don't have but one, and it's sold. I know, and I'm the one who wants to buy it. It's $60, that's a good deal. You must admit. Shock, shock, and more. Fucking shock, 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 and more. Fucking shock. Shut the fuck up. Are, are your freedoms being destroyed? Like free speech? Shut up! Then fucking stay here and be blunt about it. Shut up, will you shut up? Be right back. So Carrie and Bush are from the Skull and Bones Club They're of Yale. Skull and Bones, which is the beginning of their rituals into the satanic order. Shut up. Up. You know, uh, uh, you know, anal sucks. Shut the fuck up. Okay. John Kerry Cohen gave George Bush Jr. his satanic rights, and they lay down in a coffin full of mud to do this in. So you're saying that John Kerry and George Bush had anal sex together in college in a coffin full of mud? That's right. Okay. I am saying that. And because so, so, it was John Kerry Cohen okay, gave George okay, Bush Jr. Okay, Carol, so, Carol, okay, Carol, what do you have to say about that? Sounds pretty shitty to me. <laughs> blunt, do you like to be blunt? We don't sugarcoat shit. Listen Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 noon Pacific Standard Time. You'll hear things you've never heard before. Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome back, Renegade Nation, Renegade Talk in Maui, where we don't sugarcoat shit. My name is Richie Kepler here by myself. Marla happens to be out on the town, Bill. Formerly of CBS is uh, doing something at some university. I don't know what the hell he's doing. Anyway, it's just me today. Just me and you. And this part of the show, we're going to be talking about our good old uh, buddy, President Obamanable, about the legendary Columbia professor. Yes. Yeah. Jefferson Airplane to start the second part of the show. It is like a white rabbit. Where the hell is it? Anyway, I've been reading on The Blaze, The Ghost of Columbia, Part 2, The Legendary Columbia Professor. Never ever even heard of Obama. I said this back in 2004. Where did Obama come from? Nobody knows. And everybody was bitching and complaining about the birthing. Remember all that bullshit a couple years ago? And it's all coming out right now, Renegade Nation. It's amazing how things change. Yeah, you take that little pill, see what happens. 
being by myself I don't, I'm not getting interrupted except interrupting myself I got no, nobody screaming and yelling at me and laughing hysterically just me I'd like to say hi to all of our renegade friends all around the world thank you for all the downloads appreciate it I like doing the show by myself it's fun anyway as we continue on the NSA that was exposed by Mr. Snowden you can see it on the internet it's all over the place thank God somebody stood up thank God somebody finally stood up and told the truth and uh, we're not all conspiracy theorists, and I hate that fucking word. And I'm so sick of these people telling us what to do and what not to do, and these banksters and the IRS. You know what? Think, talking about the IRS, and I just want to touch a, a bit on that. Renegade Nation, I want you to think really, really hard. Now, I'm not left. I'm not right. I'm right in the middle. It's called common sense. That, that, that's all this is, is common sense. Common sense. How in the fuck do you spend $50 million in two years for conferences. I want you to think, how many of you out there have been to conferences? You get a room, you get a hotel room, you have dinner and lunch. Uh, you know, even if you had a thousand people, it's not going to cost that kind of money. $50 million. I mean, come on. That is a lot of money to go to conferences. Now, Renegade Nation, I've been waiting for my um, refund now for almost eight weeks. A lousy poultry, like $2,500 I'm supposed to get back. And I receive a letter from them stating that they're looking to see if I owe any other federal taxes. And I don't owe any other federal taxes. Because when you owe federal taxes, you know what they do? They send you letters. They send you letters and they demand the money or they raid your bank account. But they're spending $50 million over the last two years. No control. But you, you better pay. And you better pay on time, too. And I'm waiting for my money, and I did my IRS paperwork correctly. I know I did. I had it double-checked. And getting back to this Obama situation, I'm sorry I got off target here. It's so much to talk about, I get, I get so upset. There's a professor at Columbia. He doesn't know... He doesn't, he never heard of Obama. Now, when you, when you really start to think about this renegade nation, in 2004, he gave the um, uh, Democratic National Convention uh, speech, the opening speech, I think it was. I watched it. I said to myself and other people, there's our next puppet. I said it on the original renegade in 2004. I'm way ahead of all these other people. You need to start listening. I saw this coming. Who in the hell was Barack Obama? Nobody knew. He was a junior senator. Oh, and by the way, one of the guests that we've had on the air before, Dina, told us all about what happened in Chicago and about how he won that Senate race. But most of you for, for, uh, forgot about it. But I'm going to have Dina on next week or June 20th, and she's going to explain to you how that all came down in Chicago. How he became the junior senator. Nobody ever heard of him. Nobody knew who he was. Nobody knew where he came from. Nobody knew anything. Now, this is this Columbia University. He's saying, and his name is Wayne Allen Root. And Mr. Root, thank you so much. He's a capital evangelist, an entrepreneur, libertarian, conservative Republican. And he's the author of a book called The Ultimate Obama Survival Guide. 
And it's available now, by the way. Just go to Amazon. It's called The Ultimate Obama Survival Guide. He's saying, my life uh, has crossed paths, uh, paths with uh, President Obama on multiple occasions. And according to Obama, we were Columbia University classmates, both pre-law and political science majors, in the class of 1983. And I also ran against Obama in 2008 on the uh, Libertarian Party presidential ticket. What are the odds of that happening? But something about the Obama at Columbia story has always bothered him. Earlier in the week, right here at the, at the Blaze, and this is coming from the Blaze from Glenn Beck, about having just returned from, the, from New York where I attended uh, thir- the 30th uh, Columbia University reunion, the 30th Columbia University reunion, Renegade Nation, I celebrated with my esteemed classmates, everyone except Barack Obama. As usual, he wasn't there. Not a trace, not a video greeting, not a letter. I could not find any classmates who knew him. Think about that. Nobody knows Obaminable. I called Obama the ghost of Columbia University, and I pointed out, as I've said in the media for many, many years, that Obama may have been registered at Columbia, he may have graduated from Columbia, but he was rarely, if ever, seen for the two years in between. It's totally strange. It's mysterious. And guess what, Renegade Nation? It's frightening. The birthers, back a couple years ago, wanted to find that damn birth certificate, and they kept on fighting, and the liberal side said, you're crazy. You're crazy. He was born in Hawaii. He was born here. Blah, blah, blah. All this bullshit thrown around all over the place. It confused everybody. And that's what they like to do. They like to confuse you and get you all conspiracy theorists and this and that. Why can't you just come out with the truth? Why can't you just say it? Why can't it be done? Why isn't it that nobody saw Mr. Obama at the Columbia 30th Columbia University reunion? Is he the real-life Manchurian candidate? What explains Obama having just enough skeletal proof that he was there? One photo, one roommate, one professor, one friend, but never seen in class. Renegade Nation, let me explain something to you. What if you went to grade school and high school and college, and you had these set of friends, and one of those friends happened to become the president of the United States? Think about that. You would know. You would remember. Maybe you were at a party with them. Maybe he went out to eat with him. But one day he became president of the United States. It's like they never seen him in class. They never seen him on any radar screen. He was almost like invisible. Like the grand illusion that I think we've been put into. A total two-year blackout. It's like a story uh, straight out of a novel about the CIA or the KGB. He graduated Columbia, but it's almost as if he never went there. And to make matters worse, Renegade Nation, Obama's college records are sealed. He's had plenty of opportunities to authorize the release to clear the air. And they're not going to clear the air because there isn't anything there. He has never chosen to do so. But why should he? What has he got to hide? Funny enough, Obaminable has never had a problem ripping open the sealed records of his political opponents. Every step of his career, Obama has beaten his opponents by having sealed documents just happen to be publicly exposed by anonymous sources. This happened in Chicago. We're going to have Dina Ray on to talk about that. We've talked about it before on this radio station. But not Obama. His records are always unavailable and never leaked. Think about it. Maybe the NSA should have leaked his records. Obama always seems to have powerful forces on his side. 
How in the hell is that? Because there's somebody else controlling Obama renegade nation. We've been saying it and saying it. There's somebody out there that is controlling all of this. The banksters, Wall Street, and him. Where'd he come from? Change is good. Yes, we can. And all that bullshit, that hype and bullshit that doesn't mean anything. Look at you now. Oh, did he attend Columbia as a foreign student, maybe? That could have been an educated guess. This gentleman was on Hannity on Fox News about a year ago. The only photo of Obama from his Columbia days was in his off-campus apartment with a roommate described by USA Today as a Pakistani national pot smoker and cocaine abuser. And if, you, uh, if you're a foreign student, you live in housing off-campus with, uh, with other foreign, uh, foreign students. That would also explain how he transferred to Columbia. Transferring, now listen to this renegade nation, transferring into any Ivy League school is all but impossible. This gentleman did a little bit of digging and found out only three transfer students in all of America were accepted into Columbia in the past academic year. Three students out of 315 million Americans, Renegade Nation. Yet those who knew Obama at Occidental, that was a school in California, called him a pot smoker and a partier who rarely attended classes. You're telling me, this is the gentleman that wrote this, you're telling me that a poor student with that kind of a record as an average student, was accepted for transfer into the prestigious Columbia University? Think. Only if he was an exotic Indonesian foreign student transferring into a college that desperately wanted to claim ethnically and globally diverse student body. But still, that might explain how Obama got into Columbia. But, there was he, but there, where was he for those two years? The ghost of Columbia. Yeah. My gut instincts say something is wrong with the Obama Columbia story. Very wrong and rancid. But until now, Renegade Nation, this gentleman who wrote this article, he was the only one that publicly voiced his suspicions. They kept, they just changed in a big way. Meet Professor Henry Graff. Now, this guy perhaps is the most legendary and honored professor ever at Columbia University. He was the American history and diplomatic history professor at Columbia for 46 years. And he is more emphatic than yours truly, this gentleman that wrote this article, that there are no Obama footprints at Columbia. I did some digging and located Mr. Graff's home phone number. This gentleman who wrote the article called him. Yeah, I called him the other day. Now retired. He was delighted to hear from uh, the the author of this uh, article. He agreed to go on the record about Obama, and uh, unlike Obama, Professor Graff clearly remembered uh, this gentleman. He was thrilled to hear from his former student. I was in several of Professor Graff's classes, and he remembered me like it was yesterday. He sounded great, like he hasn't lost any of his trademark sharpness in the 30 years since we last met. Professor Graff concluded our interview by saying this, quote, I'm very upset by the whole story. 
I'm angry when I hear Obama called the first president of the United States from Columbia University. I don't consider him a Columbia student. I have no idea what he did on the Columbia campus, and no one knows him. There is something wrong with Obama's story. Many of my classmates at last weekend's 30th reunion knew that now the most beloved professor ever at Columbia joins us in publicly questioning the story. Obama is either the ghost of Columbia or the perfect Manchurian candidate, but something smells rotten at Columbia. The person who wrote this article is Wayne Allen Root. With the blaze, you can read it yourself. I'm going to tell you something, Renegade Nation, and I've been saying it ever since 2004. Obama was definitely groomed and controlled for the very purpose of being planted right where he is at right now. He has to be. But the scarier question is, who is pulling the strings? That's what they don't want out. But I think in my strange, crazy head... That whoever these people are, they're not too happy right now with Obama. There's something going on. This thing's going to get bigger and stinkier. Maybe it's the Muslim Brotherhood pulling the strings. Maybe it's Satan. Nobody remembers him at Columbia? How about Bilderberg? Maybe that's where he's at. You need to start to think. They have brainwashed us. These stupid ostrich fucking media has continued this brainwashing. When it gets to Hillary Clinton and Obama back in 2008, ask yourself this question, if you can recall. If not, I will remember it for you. Why did Hillary Clinton give up 18 million voters and all that money and hand it over to Obama? Did you ever think about that? They kind of covered that up, too. Why would somebody just do that? Does he really have a degree from Columbia? How come we can't see it? How come it's not there? Obama was selected for this position long before 2008. The same is true for Clinton, Bush Sr. and Bush Jr. There's a method to the madness of the New World Order Renegade Nation, of which Bush Sr. openly spoke. All of these people are are insiders for the New World Order operation and are doing the bidding of those groups and individuals. Obama is still in office, even though he should have been impeached long before now because he is protected by the powers that be are behind the government. One prime example, Valerie Jarrett, the senior advisor, order giver, That's another better word to Obama is the one with the real control in this country. She tells Obama what to do, how high to jump and when to come down. Yet she quietly hangs in the background, seldom showing her face. You don't even know who she is. Nobody knows who she is. The orders usually come from the Council on Foreign Relations, CFR, as Clinton has admitted on camera, or from Henry Kissinger and the Bilderberg Group, of which John Kerry and others are members. And they are, Renegade Nation. Obama never went to Columbia. And I personally think that his degrees were bought and paid for by the likes of Kissinger and George Soros and the rest of them. He's a puppet. He's a pinup puppet. 
Now look at the NSA. Oh, I didn't know anything about that. I, I didn't. I don't know about the IRS. I, 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 I. The other day he was in San Jose. He couldn't even speak because he didn't. He didn't have his teleprompter, and they forgot to give him his speech. Or one of his staff members forgot the speech. He, he didn't know how to speak to the American people or the group that he was try, trying to speak to. Well, I don't know who's pulling the strings. Is it George Soros? Who is it? This is our country, not theirs. This conspiracy is so deep, it should scare the living shit out of any American patriot. Any of us should be scared to death of what they're doing. They have brainwashed you and confused you. Then they say the information is fraudulent. Then they say it's true. Then they say it's this. Then they say it's that. It's excuse after excuse after goddamn excuse. Everybody keeps wondering, how could someone get away with this? You don't think that somebody high up at Columbia was paid off? How do you do that? How do you go to a school like that and get away with that? They don't show any proof about anything. These people never saw him around. I think blackmail was more likely a scenario, paying people off. Maybe I could pay somebody off and say I went to Columbia or Harvard or some Ivy League school. How many people... Renegade Nation, have you ever met in your life have had more than one name in their lifetime? Seriously. Think about it. That's why we can't see his thesis. I mean, a professor who was there for 46 years who taught courses he supposedly took and everything about Abominable is a lie. From his birthplace, again, I don't care. I know he never grew up as an American. That's what I know. And that's what I feel, Renegade Nation, from where he was born to where he went to school, or did he or did he not, or whatever the hell it is, nobody knows, to his questionable Muslim connection and affection of all his actions. Forget what he says. A lot of what he says is written by some professional speechwriter. That's what I said the other day. He went to San Jose and he couldn't deliver a speech. We've had it on Renegade before, where the teleprompter broke down and he couldn't talk to you. You poor liberals, poor families who thought this man was going to help you were used and abused. You wanted change? You got change. Remember that? Yes, we can. Look where you're at now, how you're living right now compared to 2008. All he wanted was your vote, Renegade Nation. Now it's proven that Obamable Care won't cover more people, less in fact that Obama has purposely destroyed the economy. Wait till you see this Obamacare. Wait, they have not explained Obamacare to you. You are in for the shock of your life. Shock, shock, and more fucking shock is coming your way. People have tried to tell you about it. You don't want to listen to it. You don't care to listen to it. In fact, Obama has purposefully destroyed the economy. His goal was never to help any of us, just rule us. So what can you do? Well, you can first tell the truth, alert your family, join the Freedom Works, join something, support other people, get involved. Fuck all that Facebook shit. Get involved. Call your congressman up and demand change. You demand change. It's just like the voting, like in Philadelphia and in Ohio. I remember in Sean Hannity's show, there was this lady from Ohio, and they were saying that there's one district where she voted. <clears throat> nobody voted for Romney, but she voted for Romney. So she called Sean Hannity up, and she told Sean Hannity, hey, I voted for Romney. And they said, no, she didn't. Who's telling the truth? In Philadelphia, it happened. 55 wards in the election, this past election. Nobody voted for Romney. Everybody voted for Obama. And you sit there and take this. And you listen to that garbage that they sprue out to you. How in the hell could anybody not vote for Romney in 55 wards in Philadelphia? How could anybody not vote for Romney in, 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 in a district in Ohio where there's millions of people 
Thousands of people. This lady called up Sean Hannity and said, I voted for Romney. Huh? I don't know any Americans who want to see poor people, poor Americans, uneducated kids, no jobs available. I will change things. I will make things better. That is why there are no college transcripts. Now, Renegade Nation, when you go to apply for a job, they always request, if it's a high-paying, mostly a high-paying, any type of high-paying job or, you know, good job, they're going to they're gonna request your college transcripts. <clears throat> okay? You know that. Don't you? There are no Harvard transcripts or Columbia transcripts for the same reason. He knows nothing about the U.S. Constitution, though he majored in the subject. He was the editor at the Harvard Law Review, never wrote one item for the review. He was an American citizen, yet he went to a California college as a a foreign student, and no record of that, too. We still don't know who he is. Yeah. Well, somebody's somebody's pulling the strings, Renegade Nation. It's the puppet master. There's a puppet master involved. Who is the puppet master? That's where the that's where you need you need to go. It's the puppet master. Is it the Bilderberg Group? Whoever it is, they're controlling everything. We're going to take a break, Renegade Nation, and when we come back, we'll be continuing our educated conversation. We'll be right back. Your freedom's being destroyed. Like free speech. Shut up! Then fucking stay here and be blunt about it. Shut up! Will you shut up? Be right back. Welcome back, Renegade Nation, Renegade Talk, or we don't sugarcoat shit. My name is Richie Kepler, all by myself today. It's lovely not having anybody around. I'm enjoying myself. I hope you're having a great day today. Going to be talking about uh, the military next coming up, and then uh, we'll let you go for a Sunday. Anyway, thanks for listening, and thanks for all the downloads. We really appreciate it, Renegade Nation. Looking in your eyes, I see a paradise. This world that I found is too good to be true. Standing here beside you, want so much to give you this love in my heart that I'm feeling for you. Build, rebuild this thing together and get rid of these crooks out of Washington. That's what we should do. We should be saying, you know what? You're not doing your job. You're fired. Especially 50 million. All those IRS agents should be fired. Also, you know what else? While I'm on that subject of the IRS, before I get into the next subject, they should all be audited for all their taxes. That's what should happen to them. It's exactly right. Don't you think so? Don't you believe that? Don't you believe that they should be audited, Renegade Nation? That they, who knows what they did at these parties and what kind of favors they got and money and gifts? 
Anyway, you listen to Renegade Talk. Marla will be back on Tuesday along with Bill, I hope. <clears throat> After this show, who knows what's going to happen to me? Everything happens to me. Anyway, uh, in the military, and we know a lot of military people, thank you so much for your service. Uh, Carl Higby, uh, U.S. Navy SEAL, uh, former U.S. Navy SEAL. He's in trouble, too. He has all kind of shit going on with the military and the government, but uh, I'd like to have Carl on. Uh, we did put a show up on Renegade, and we're going to be continuing uh, to uh, do that. Also, if you want the best shave ever, go to Dollar Shave Club. We'll have the banner up on the uh, site. Uh, for nine lousy dollars, nine dollars, you get the uh, you get four cartridges, right? Nation, and each cartridge has six blades in it, and you also get the handle, and it shaves absolutely wonderfully. You will be so happy that you spent your lousy $9, and also you get free shipping. You don't have to go buy that garbage that costs $25 or $30 at the drugstore or wherever you go, and you know who I'm talking about. Anyway, um, a veteran member of the U.S. Army band uh, said he is facing retribution and uh, punishment from the military for having anti-Obama bumper stickers on his car. Listen to this. Renegade Nation. What happened to freedom? We're talking about freedom here. He had stickers on his car, reading books written by conservative authors like Mark Levin and David Limbaugh, and serving Chick-fil-A sandwiches at his promotion party. Oh, come on. They're going after this guy now? I mean... Come on. I mean, this is listen to this shit. Now, Master Sergeant Nathan Summers, a 25 year Army veteran and a conservative Christian based at Fort Myer in Washington. Now, I'm going to tell you something about religion. I don't believe in all that muckety muck crap anyway. But if you want to believe you're a Christian and you want to believe that, that's fine. You have a right to do that. You have a right to stand up for your religion whatever you want to do, because guess what? You live in the USA. Freedom of religion, remember? Well, anyway, he's based at Fort Myer in Washington, believes his outspoken opposition to gay marriage prompted higher-ups to take a closer look at his beliefs. Who are these fucking higher-ups, and who in the hell are they to say anything about anybody's religion? Shut up. The recipient of an Army Combination Medal and a soloist at the funeral of former First Lady Betty Ford Summers said his core beliefs are enough to make a soldier for persecution in today's military. It seems like with the repeal of don't ask, don't tell, that the Christians have been the ones who have had to go underground and in the closet for fear of retaliation and reprisals, Summers told Fox News. Christians feel like they can't be forthright with their faith. They have to hide. That's the change that's happening, Renegade Nation. That's what they're doing. They've been doing it. Retired Navy Commander John Bennett Wells is representing the Master Sergeant. He said there is no doubt in his mind that the U.S. military is discriminating against Christians and specifically his client. There's no question about it. Wells told Fox News because he is religious because he feels that homosexual conduct is wrong for religious reasons. He is basically being persecuted. Now, Lieutenant John, or I'm sorry, Lieutenant Colonel Justin uh, Platt, an Army spokesman at the Pentagon, released a statement to Fox News noting that the military branch cannot comment on ongoing investigations or administrative actions. With respect to the political activity, soldiers are expected to carry out their obligations as citizens in accordance with the applicable regulations. That's what Platt said. 
Army documents obtained by Fox News indicate Summers was told that his actions bordered on being disrespectful to President Obama and the slightest interference of disrespect towards superiors can have a demonetizing effect on the unit. You should strive to express your opinion while being aware of the overall ramifications of your statements, the Army noted. Summer's troubles began last April when he was told to remove pro-Republican, anti-Obama bumper stickers that were on his privately owned car. Now, let's get something straight, Renegade Nation. This has been talked about for a long time with a lot of talk show hosts around the country. And... You can put anything on your car that you want because supposedly, allegedly, we live in the land of free freedom. Yeah. Why is it that they're picking on this guy? But the homosexuals can do anything they want. The stickers read, political dissent is not racism. No Obama, no PE 2012, and the road to bankruptcy is paved with asphalt. A-S-S fault. Asphalt. The sticker included the image of a donkey. His superior officer told the soldier that the bumper stickers were creating unnecessary workplace tension. The types of stickers on your car were creating an atmosphere detrimental to morale and were creating unnecessary workplace tension, the officer wrote in an Army document obtained by Fox News. A soldier must balance their personal feelings with the mission of the U.S. Army. Even the slightest interference of disrespect towards superiors can have a demoralizing effect on the unit. No, what they're trying to do is shut him down. He doesn't like it. He has a right called freedom of religion, freedom of speech, and they're wasting money on this. Oh, but it's okay with the NSA and the IRS and the rest of these scandals that happen every day on the news that's coming out more and more and more. But they're going to go after this poor guy. 25 years in the military. 25 years serving in his country, Renegade Nation. Serving you! Just because he put a stupid bumper sticker on his car? Think about it. This is called change. Yeah, it's change. It's changing you to become a slave to them. You will not put bumper stickers. You will not do this. You will not do that. But they can do anything they want. What about those banksters? Look what they did. Oh, that's okay. Not going to know the truth about that. How about GE and Apple and Google don't pay taxes on all their profits? Oh, that's okay. Oh, there's a loophole. It goes on and on and on. Confuse, confuse, confuse them. Just confuse them. Have them fight amongst themselves. Where is the common sense in this country? They have deliberately ruined common sense. Common sense. What happened to it? They have taken common sense and just choked the hell out of it. And now nobody understands what common sense is. It's amazing what they have done. You want to change? You got change. Now you can't put a bumper sticker on your car. If you don't believe in the homosexuals and the gay thing, if you don't believe in Christ, if you don't believe in whatever, it's up to you to put it on your car. You can put anything you want on your car. That was a big deal. Why are they wasting all this time with this guy? He served 25 years in the Army, 25 years of service. Thank you, sir. Jesus Christ. What's next? And poor heart Carl Higby, former U.S. Navy SEAL, Afghanistan, fought for the country, got an honorable discharge. He wrote a book called Battle on the Homefront. Renegade Nation, listen to this shit. They are picking on our military. They are picking on the people that protect us. Carl wrote a book, Battle on the Homefront. Big deal. Went up the, went up the ladder to get the okay to let the book go into publication. They apparently, allegedly, 
hopefully I'm saying it right, approved it. Then what happened? Here's what happened, Renegade Nation. He, Carl, was honorably discharged from the Navy after eight years of serving his country. Thank you, Carl, for your service. Eight years of serving his country. Oh, and then all of a sudden, one day, he gets a letter from the Department of the Navy informing him that his honorable discharge has now been down, uh, has been downgraded to general. That means no benefits, no educational benefits, no GI loans for writing a book, a book. I thought this was the land of freedom. You can write anything you want. If you don't like it, don't buy it. If you don't like the radio show here, turn it off. Do whatever you want. Who are they to say about anything about the religion? You keep your religion to yourself. So he wants to put a sticker on a car. Big deal. You know how many people have stickers on their cars about all kind of shit? Absolutely crazy. And then the media doesn't tell you the truth. It just goes on and on. I'm going to have Carl on the air. Hopefully next week I'm going to have Carl back on the air with me. I love Carl. Carl's a great guy. And he just tells it like it is like I do. And if you don't like the show and if it bothers you and if we're, we, I, I offend you or if you feel uncomfortable with me, fine, turn it off. I really don't care. You know what? We have a lot of people listening to the show. And if you, want, you don't want to hear the truth, you don't want to hear what I have to say or anybody else has to say on this radio station, well, then go listen to somebody else. Go listen to some liberal bullshit crap out there. But you better start looking around and you better start opening your eyes up about what's going on in this country. You have the NSA now. The guy finally came. The guy, the whistleblower. The whistleblower told you that they're spying on you. They're spying on your phone calls. They're spying on your emails. But I go right back to what Marla said. Here's what Marla said. And remember this. How come, if they're spying on us American citizens, how come they didn't find the uh, information about what happened in Boston April 15th? Where were they then? specifically with the Patriot Act because anything that you anytime you correspond with somebody out of the U.S. into a foreign country they're watching what you're saying and doing how come they didn't catch that oh but it's okay to go spy on Johnny Average it's okay to do that they've been monitoring this radio station for the last three years Renegade Nation how do I know that because we get a report of who's listening and it's only in Washington D.C. nobody lives in Washington D.C. just them they're listening so what good I'm glad they're listening. I want you to think about where the country is. I want you to think about where you're at. Start opening your eyes. Start listening. Start thinking for yourself. Monsanto's another thing. Bill Dean, our missing news, pissed off beyond belief. No media coverage. No media coverage at all on Monsanto. Amazing. Why should they? Like Bill said, do you know how much money the networks make off of uh, cereal advertising in the morning? You think they're going to put, they're going to talk about Monsanto? There was a march around the world, a march on Monsanto. No media coverage. Just us, the screwball people. We're the only ones that talked about it. Yes, the new media, the alternative media, as we're called. Oh, they're so much better. I remember when cable started and they all called him alternative, the guy who started CNN. Let me tell you something. We're not going to listen to all this bullshit anymore. You need to wake up, you need to pass the show around, and you need to let people know. We're not crazy, we're not nutty, we're not insane. We're just telling you what we find out. We don't make this stuff up. Why would we make it up? There's no reason to make it up. Anyway, I'm going to go. Renegade Nation, thank you so much for listening. Listening to my rants. Marla and Bill will be back on Tuesday. If you have any questions, you can email us, Talk at gmail.com if you want to do that. Pass the show around. 
you help us out, help yourself out. If you'd like to be a guest, you can call us, contact us. Anyway, we're going to go. I'm going to go anyway. Go, I'm going to go to the beach and smoke some doobie and kick back and look at some ass. Anyway, I'm out of here. Have a great day, Renegade Nation. We'll talk to you soon. Uh, yeah.